It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shoei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. The Reds pitching staff finds itself at a turning point and the decisions they make could have season long impacts on the performance of this team. We're going to discuss that and more on this bonus edition of the locked on Reds podcast. Hit it, Jeffrey. You are locked on Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds with myself, Jeff Carr, and my co-host, Stephen Offenbaker. We are lifelong Cincinnati Reds fans that have turned an addiction into information for you. I want to thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us talk some Reds with you. We encourage you, if you're listening, hit us up on Twitter or drop a thought in our comment section on YouTube because talking Reds is what we do. And we want to talk Reds with you. Lockdown Reds is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. And today on this extra special bonus edition of Lockdown Reds, we are going to dive into the tangled web the Reds have weaved on the mound and what is going on with Joseph Daniel Votto. But Steve, as we begin, we are uh, recording this just shortly after the Reds have absolutely blown up. They decided to balance the scales with the Phillies after destroying them on Saturday. Uh, the Phillies got one back on Sunday. Well, you know, baseball, Jeff, Yeah, <laughs> just baseball. Listen, um, looking at how this game on Sunday played out uh, the biggest takeaway for me is that the Cincinnati Reds absolutely cannot run Luis Sessa out there again as a starting pitcher. It is simply not working. It is evident that it's not getting any better. Uh, Sessa looked absolutely dejected when he left the game today. And for good reason, he was absolutely destroyed. Uh, kudos to him for continuing to try and push through it. And I think he managed to get through four innings. So, or, or in, yeah, get through four innings. So that at least helped eliminate some of the wear and tear on the bullpen, but they can't run him out there again. And when, now the reds find themselves in a situation where we had hoped Luke Weaver would be coming back and, God help us hoping for Luke Weaver to be coming back, <laughs> but we were hoping Luke Weaver would come back, take a spot in the rotation and that would get us an extra long man in the bullpen. 
that's now not the case with uh, Connor Overton hitting the injured list with an inflamed ERA. He yeah. is going to be unavailable. That means that Weaver will just be taking that available rotation spot. Uh, they got to bring somebody else up, Jeff. That's that's where I'm at with this right now. And I don't care who it is, even if it's Chase Anderson. Ugh. <laughs> they cannot run Luis Sessa out there again as a starting pitcher. No, and I think it would be a disservice to him at this point. Like you said, he looked dejected. Like, think of it as just a problem that you're trying to fix and you don't have the answer. Like, he is seeing right in front of him that it's not working, but he can't fix it. And he doesn't necessarily know exactly what needs fixed at this point. I think that we'll see Luis Sessa hit the uh, IL here probably if if you're already hearing this you might have already seen this uh but he might have hit the IL as well with an inflamed ERA and then they call somebody up uh, yeah I'm kind of there too whoever Chase Anderson uh if it's one of the rookies although the rookies have not uh really developed the consistency that we're hoping for yet in AAA maybe it's Levi Stout over Williamson because Williamson is still having problems walking people, but both of those guys went down to AAA with the express, you know, plan of them developing some consistency, and it's just not there. I have a stat for you: um, the, the the duo of Connor Overton and Luis Sessa have made six starts so far this season. The Reds are one and five in those starts, and Connor Overton's the only one that got the win. It was his first start against the Cubs, and he still gave up five runs in that win. It was just the fact that Drew Smiley for the Cubs gave up six, so the Reds were able to knock one over. Like Unless the Reds face a pitcher that is going to implode the same way as their own in pitch, pitchers implode, this lineup, I, I mean... Well, there's there's nothing more that you can take away from Sunday's loss other than Sessa should not pitch anymore, at least out of the rotation. Maybe give him some you know time on the IL to figure things out and re, you know go to AAA or something. I don't know, but he cannot pitch in the starting rotation anymore. No, um, I I suspect you know he had that play over at first base in Sunday's game where he he lunged and tried to flip the ball and kind of landed on his elbow a little bit. I think that could end up being the excuse to get him onto the IL. And I think the IL is just important for him to take 10 days away yeah. and clear his head and come back as a member of the bullpen. Uh, I was asked on Twitter yesterday if I felt like uh, Sessa should be gone or if he should be in the bullpen. And I think he can be, if you recall, at oh, times, no, he's pretty yeah. elite bullpen pitcher. Uh, you know, is he a closer? Probably not. But, you know, he's a very useful six, seven, eighth inning guy uh, that can be very effective when he focuses on his two best pitches. So I, I want him in this bullpen, but I think he does need to have a, a minute to step back. But that really leaves us kind of wondering what the Reds will do. You know, I say Chase Anderson because I'm with you. I don't know that any of the rookies are quite ready yet. And there's the school of thought, well, call them up, let them take their lumps, let them learn on the job, all those things, right? Well, that doesn't help this bullpen. And the whole reason to make the switch is this bullpen needs help. And the Reds need a starting pitcher that can at least keep them remotely close and in a game. So, you know, what's the answer? I'm not sure. Is Chase Anderson that guy? Well, he might could be that guy short term until one of the rookies does turn the corner. Uh, you know, Andrew Abbott's looked very, very good down at Chattanooga. Um, I don't think the Reds will skip him over AAA and bring him to the big leagues, but um, we could see him in Louisville here pretty quick. And if he still has the same success in Louisville, he could find his way to the big league roster before Stout or Williamson. So, 
I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but probably the best play is to bring Chase Anderson up for two or three starts and, well, and see where we're at. I, well, I, I don't know any other way to say it. No, and I agree with you. And here's the here's the caveat. You bring up Chase Anderson and you hand him a Mission Impossible envelope that says, this is your mission, should you choose to accept it? And if you don't, then you're just going to stay in AAA. But you call him up and you say, here's the deal. You're going to come in, you're going to throw 100 pitches. Now, whether those are efficient pitches and you get six innings out of them, that's great. Or whether you get clobbered for 100 pitches, whatever. You're throwing 100 pitches come hell or high water and you're saving this bullpen because... Chase Anderson's kind of to the point in his career where he just wants a major league job. This is his major league job. Save this bullpen. And if that means that the Reds lose a game because maybe he gets shelled or something like that, like whatever, like Luis Sessa gave up 11 earned runs in that start. He was the first or second pitcher for the Cincinnati Reds in 91 years to allow 11 earned runs in a start. Like th th this is, a, a fantastic number in the worst sort of way. So at this point, we're talking about anyone coming up here and being the kind of guy that if you're going to take lumps, just do it. Do the whole Rocky thing. You know what? Just get punched a million times and maybe you get up off the mat. But if you don't save this bullpen, some, some work, will you? The, the other piece of this, Jeff, is the bullpen's actually about to get a little bit better. Uh, we have yes. heard that Lucas Sims should be joining. I hope he's up in this Tampa Bay series, this upcoming Tampa Bay series. He's he's yeah. close. Uh, he's pitched four or five uh, consecutive scoreless innings now down in uh, Louisville, four or yeah. five consecutive scoreless appearances. So uh, he's, he's pretty close. It would not shock me uh, to see him up as early as today, if you're listening to this on Monday. So that's some help for this bullpen. Uh, that's a nice one-two punch in Sims and Diaz at the back end of the bullpen. So the Reds absolutely have to get some guys that can get can start a game and get to the sixth inning so that the rest of the bullpen, and I hear you guys on Twitter continuing to, to get into my mentions about, well, this bullpen's not been as bad as everybody seems to think. You know, okay. They have had times where they have performed well, but we continue to ask these pitchers to pitch in roles that they're not suited for. We continue to ask these pitchers to do it in multiple days. If yeah. we can get this rotation stabilized in Cincinnati and allow pitchers to pitch where they should be pitching the volume that they should be pitching, this team can be decent. And I used the word compete on Twitter yesterday and everybody started throwing the ha ha competes at me. Fine. I'm not saying they're going to win a hundred games, but this lineup has shown us that they can disrupt the national league central. They're good enough to disrupt this division. They have to fix the pitching. Well, by, by compete, what we're talking about is continue to play like this, but in August or in September, because mm -hmm. at the rate that they're pitching their bullpen right now, it's going to burn out by July. Like Absolutely. Alexis Diaz isn't going to have an arm in August if we, if we keep doing what we're doing. So I, I want this team to be more efficient with their starting pitching and have, you know, just a lesser workload for the bullpen. And yes, Lucas Sims will help. Casey Legumina had a very nice debut on Saturday. A little bit low leverage situation, you know, huge lead, but two scoreless innings against an all-star lineup for a rookie is nothing to shake a stick at. And then you look at the fact that, you know, I mean, Sims coming back to bolster the back end of this bullpen is key because Tony Santion got returned uh, from rehab. He's back on the IL. He's got knee discomfort, so he's going to take longer to get back. So you've got to 
you got to figure out who you can count on in this bullpen. And at this point, it's not really been too many other people not named Diaz that we've seen so far this year. And, and, and hopefully we'll find some along the way coming up here soon. You know, you and I have hit several times this season on uh, throwing our thoughts out there about how things should be handled. And the Reds have reacted in that way a lot of times. We, we saw it with the restructuring of the rotation. Uh, you know, we, we continue to just throw out there that we think Nick Crawl is listening. Is he? I don't know. Hi, Nick. How you doing? Um, but I hope this is another area where the Reds react in a way that lines up with what we're saying. Because, uh, you know, this team is fun. To, it's, this team is fun to watch it is. when it's not imploding with the pitchers. And it's it's just I, I want them to fix it so that it's just fun to watch all the time. Well, and I tell you what, Steve, like the game that they lost on Sunday goes in the same category on the game that they won on Saturday. Those things just happen in baseball. Like it's the old adage. You win 50, you lose 50. It's up to you what you do with the other 62 those are just part of the 50, like on, on each side of the of the coin there. I'm not going to take much more away from that other than the fact that the Reds need somebody else in the rotation other than Luis Sessa. But you know what, Steve? We've talked a lot about this lineup, and we thought reinforcements were coming, but it looks like they're going to be uh, pushed back. We'll get into exactly what that is and why coming up next. Before we get into that, though, we want to talk about Ultimate GM. I'm sorry. I realized what just happened, Jeff. My bad. I was first. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Jeez. All right. We're going to talk about the sponsors of today's podcast, folks. It's a bonus edition. We're a little we're a little mixed up on our, our stuff here, guys. Sorry about that. Uh, let's shout out one of our sponsors. We're going to talk about So Rare. It's a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, so rare managers truly own their fantasy experience from collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Plus, the more you win, the more you advance. Collecting increasingly powerful cards and accessing next-level competitions and rewards. So rare MLB game weeks happen twice weekly and span three to four day cycles at the end of the game week. So rare MLB managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards, which can include so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and even VIP experiences like meeting some stars from major league baseball. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. Head to SoRare.com slash locked on. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash locked on to start playing today. Yes, that is right. I was the one that was doing Ultimate GM, and I'm happy to do that because I love Ultimate GM. You got to download this app today. It is one of the most addicting games I have ever played. It is a beautiful app for your phone. You can find it on any app store, Google Play, whatever. You can download it from this QR code right here if you're watching on YouTube, or you can go to 
probaseballgm.com today. And what you need to do is download the game and in the game store, type in the promo code locked on to get a 100% free boost to your franchise because you're going to want to see if you can put all of your baseball knowledge to the test and take a team from the bottom to the top. Because the whole idea with Ultimate GM is that you create your franchise and you build it from the bottom up. You're not picking up a team that's already really, really good. You got to take them from zero to hero just like that. And like I've been trying to do with the Fairfield Hoagies, the, the young roster is starting to blossom. We, we filled in a couple of holes with some free agent pickups and some trades, but overall, we're going to see exactly how that all plays out with the coaching staff that I've assembled. And that is how you play the game. Check it out today. Again, Lockdown Reds listeners get a 100% free boost to your franchise when you use the promo code locked on in the game store. So make sure to check it out. Download the game by visiting probaseballgm.com, scan this QR code, or look it up in the app store. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM, start your dynasty today. When it comes to dynasties and things and that nature, obviously we tripped over the heck out of that. So let's get back into some red stock because we got some news about one Joseph Daniel Votto, and it's not exactly the news we were looking for. It's not, but there's a, there's a whole lot of information that Joey gave, and it, it makes me appreciate him a whole lot more because he's clearly not letting ego get in the way of this thing. He's clearly not letting public pressure or media pressure or pressure from anybody get into his decision-making process. Uh, if you haven't heard yet, uh, Joey Votto was uh, this, this language that I have not heard before this season, but Joey Votto was returned from his rehab assignment. And we heard that same phrasing with Tony Santion folks. What that means is that they were pulled back off of rehab and just onto the injured list. Uh, What that does in the case of Tony Santion is he's hurt again. Uh, They're saying it's a different injury, uh, but they're going to wait to uh, reactivate him for more rehab when he's healed from that injury. In the case of Joey Votto, his rehab time was almost over. So by doing this, uh, there's a period of time, I believe it's five days, he'll be back with the team in Cincinnati just on the injured list. He's going to continue to work out. He's going to continue to do his rehab. But in Cincinnati, after that five days, I think it is, is up, he can then be placed on a new rehab assignment with Louisville, which gives him the full allotted 20 days again to go down there and work on things. Uh, and Joey has indicated, as we're going to hear uh, here in just a second, uh, that he he has identified and he knows what the problems are, uh, but he's just not quite ready to play Major League Baseball. There's a lot, a lot of, there's more to it than just range of motion. Uh, there's a feel to it, but again, I, I have to make sure that uh, I'm playing well. And then when I come back, I, I can I cannot look back. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I would have, uh, yeah, it would have been a mistake joining the team uh, just because my swing wasn't ready. My arm, my arm wasn't ready in general. Even even defensively, I, I felt it. So, again, it's getting better. Yeah, it's something that he was very candid about, and he said it all through spring training. I want to play when I am 100% ready. He doesn't want to come back 85%. He doesn't want to come back 90%. He wants to come back when he's ready to compete at the level that he felt he was playing before the injury, before he he felt like he had to have the surgery. So with that being said, he's going to get that new rehab assignment. There is a, a lot of time, I believe it's 30 days 
um, that you can have at AAA maximum, 30 days or, or wherever they send them on the rehab assignment. And that's just do so they can't manipulate that and have a bunch of players on rehab while they have a bunch of other players in the major leagues. But Joey is not manipulating anything. And, and we have said all along, we don't want the Reds to rush him back. There's no need to. And in fact, an interesting stat for you, Steve, did you know that Reds first baseman this year have collectively slugged three, uh, 638 slugged 638. Now I know that's the breakout performance of Jason Vossler in the first couple of games. That's Will Myers on Saturday hitting two mm. homers and a RBI double, but still it's, and, and I hesitate to say this because I know there's a group of people that's going to take this and run with it, but low key, the Reds lineup hasn't necessarily missed him that much. That's true. And over this short period of time, the small sample yes. size, that is the case, you know, and, and, and listen, we want Joey back. And I thought that, yeah. I thought that Joey did a good job explaining exactly what the problem is and, and, and how it's not really a problem per se. Um, and I think we've got a little bit more from Joey to, to kind of break down what it is that he's actually feeling in that arm and what his expectations were uh, through this rehab process. My swing's not there yet. Uh, some strength and range of motion stuff, but this is totally normal. And um, again, I feel so much better. I think I'm doing. I I think I'm doing great. You know, relative to the beginning of spring a month ago, three months ago, I'm, I think I'm doing excellent. And I, it was ambitious to attempt to make opening day. It was ambitious to attempt to get back. Uh, and in the middle, you know, I, I didn't perform well in in, um, in Louisville, and that was entirely uh, a byproduct. I was just I was missing, you know, middle pitches, um, and that was entirely because of my 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 arm. So, but the very beginning, the difference between the beginning of, of my rehab and uh, the the last day I was there was night and day. So I'm I'm, I'm very happy about the progress. So clearly, you know, Joey Votto knows Joey Votto. And the second he believes that he can contribute at the major league level, he's going to have himself activated. I mean, listen, Joey Votto, I'm sure, does not relish the idea of minor league travel and playing down in Louisville. He wants to be in the majors. He wants to be part of the big league team. And he wants, you know, as he always says, try and help his team win a championship. Now, you know, I, I know that elicit smirks and and scoffs but uh in cincinnati that you know that might not be in the cards this year but he wants to compete and he wants to compete at the highest level so you know we talked jeff that we're not worried about we weren't worried no. about his minor league numbers and i know they're bad and he even commented on that he didn't perform and i'm not worried about him because that is not the hitter that will allow himself to be placed in a major league lineup uh when we see joey back in Cincinnati, uh, it'll be the Joey that's capable of uh, working a walk, uh, hitting a home run, hitting a double into the gap, beating the defense, and, and playing uh, elite major league baseball. No, yeah, and I think that folks wanted to interpret the bad numbers as meaning these are the numbers he's going to have when he gets to the major leagues, and this is how he's going to play. That's not the correct interpretation. The correct interpretation was he's not ready to come back. 
And, and when you see him starting, and in fact, I, I saw that the other day, like his last game that he played in Louisville before they, you know, returned him and did the, all this procedural stuff to make sure that he can do another rehab assignment. The game before that, he was actually didn't strike out at all. He took a couple of walks and he had a hit. And so he was looking a little bit better, but it's one of those things that he's just not quite there yet and that's what all of those strikeouts that people were counting they're like oh he's got a bunch of them it's like that just means he's not ready quite yet I, i'm not i'm not concerned about what's going to happen once he gets here uh I, I don't necessarily know that it's a super detriment that we're waiting for because i think the reds have had great success with their lineup to this point you know, if Joey Votto could pitch out of the bullpen, we might be talking a little bit differently here, but he's going to be playing first base. He's going to play, he's going to be DHing and things like that. And he's probably going to have an off day here or there as well. So overall, what we're saying is Joey Votto will be ready. It's just not going to be this week. Yeah. And, and you know, that lineup, Jeff, it got a little bit more help shockingly, um, from Nick Senzel making it back yeah. first. And, you know, he's playing all over the place. Uh, he's hustling. Uh, he's made some good defensive plays. He made a great defensive play at second base in Sunday's game with a, a jump throw to get the out at first. Uh, you know, this is a guy that has been forced to reinvent himself time and time and time again, sometimes by the Reds, sometimes through his own injuries. Uh, but uh, the lineup is performing, so I'm not ready to panic on that side. Joey, take all the time you need get better and get back to Cincinnati and, and hit some dingers for us. Yes, because hopefully by the time he gets back, the weather will be consistently warm and the ball will be carrying out of great American ballpark. And you know what, Steve, I feel like that's a great spot to end this bonus episode. Thank you all so much for checking us out here. This bonus episode. If you have not already checked out the crossover episode with Connor Thomas of locked on Phillies, make sure you do as we wrap up the season series, the Reds are done playing the Phillies. Uh, for the entire year. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things like, yeah, anyway, we, we get into that. You you want to see that on the crossover. But now, make sure you go check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. As Matt and Dom have you covered each and every day with the best fantasy analysis, that's Locked On Fantasy Baseball, just like Locked On Reds. You can find it on your favorite podcasting app and on YouTube. All right, thanks to our everydayers. Thanks to everybody for checking it out because when you're talking about the Reds, what can people expect from you and me, Steve? They can expect you and me to be locked in on the rumors, locked in on the transactions, locked in on the performance, and bringing all of the information back right here to keep everyone locked on Reds every single day. Joey out of the pen would be interesting. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.